Yes, there's there's an article um, that was put out, and I I can look up the exact um, name of the the exact month. Scientific American, I believe, put out this article about um, about interactive play. Um, so it's it's Scientific American Mind magazine, and it's the article is about. Um, the NAEYC, the National Association for the Education of Young Children. And it's about how they did a study that showed that really the most, the, the, the way to sort of get the most benefit from play was to use guided play, or some people call it responsive parenting or responsive caregiving, where as opposed to you know, the children just going off and playing on their own, a teacher, caregiver, parent would sort of in include themselves in the play. That's titled Nature and its Influence on Children's Outdoor Play. And it was written, it was published in the Australian Journal of Outdoor Education in 2011. And the authors are Dowdell, Gray, and Malone. Um, while this is not specifically an occupational therapy publication, I really liked that um, because of my distinct interest in, in nature and health and play, that it tied these factors in together. And probably not surprisingly, one of my absolute favorite books that really um, promotes the value of play and outdoor play is Richard Louv's Last Child in the Woods. It's a fantastic read for anybody. And more recently, um, occupational therapist Angela Hanscom wrote a wonderful book that's called Barefoot and Balanced. Well, the, the purpose of the, the PIPA, the Plan Inclusive Play Areas, and this is a, uh, an um, assessment tool that's being used in, in the United Kingdom, is that it, it helps parents to identify oh, uh, parks or outdoor spaces that are as inclusively designed as possible to meet the needs of their children with any type of um, special needs, if you will. Um, and it also is, um, it, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's once one, um, once the park or the play space is um, assessed, uh, it goes and it meets the qualifications of um, that the PIPA sets out that it um, certainly goes into the database and, again, is available for parents. It's also useful for a designer in terms of providing them a platform, if you will, to how to go about creating an inclusive outdoor space for children. And in terms of evidence-based practice, when we were um, designing the um, assessment tool, we really um, dove into, you know, what is the evidence-based um, uh, data available on, on play, on outdoor play, um, and even um, developmental issues such as motor development, sensory development, and such. And I was very pleased to have been part of this process, you know, as an occupational therapist to, um, again, to be involved in a design process that would be um, as inclusive as possible, not only for in terms of the space itself, but inclusive in terms of the design team for uh, creating the, the assessment tool. Is maternal management of the home as a developmental play space for infants and toddlers by Doris 
Pierce, and it was published in uh, May, June of 2000, volume 54, number three. And she just talks about the importance of positioning for play and the role that moms and parents play in setting up a play space, toy selection, or just entertainment selection, safety and controlling access to the home. And it highlights the daily occupational experiences of mothers, which I think is a unique perspective that we as occupational therapists needs, need to focus on and, and always keep in mind. The children in the article did not always play. It was a qualitative study, and they did not always play with commercial toys. They spent time playing with family members, clothing, cookware, plasticware, while the mom supervised and watched on. And so it was, I just thought it was really fascinating, the article, to read how they infants learn from interacting with the world around them and how you don't have to have a lot of expensive toys because babies tend to gravitate toward the things that don't cost as much. And I think the article that I would probably recommend the most is actually the article that we created uh, with AOTA on inclusion in play. And um, I think it has a lot of good resources within it as to why play is important for children of all abilities, as well as potential community partners and uh, resources for just understanding you know, why play is important overall. I think from the OT perspective, that's one of my favorite articles that I share quite a bit. Article that I would recommend is from the American Academy of Pediatrics, January 2007. It's called The Importance of Play in Promoting Healthy Child Development and Maintaining Strong Parent-Child Bonds. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.